Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, you've tuned in to Conservative Not Bitter Talk, and it is a good place to be, given that the rest of media is, well, out of control, very upset at Trump still, as I found as I found on social media and articles and so forth yesterday, and, and now, of course, we are uh, watching as the Russia... Uh, the Russians invade Ukraine. And it's remarkable. In fact, I saw yesterday trending on Twitter, which I don't want to talk about Twitter too much, but I do think it is uh, indicative of where people stand on, well, just their mindset on these on these issues. Um, thank God Trump was, twi- was trending on Twitter. Twending on Twitter, as I was trying to say there. But I see a lot of tweets. Thank God Trump is out of power. It's it's remarkable to me because, look, I'm not here to be, and, and some of you, some of you fall into the camp of you're 100 percent for Trump. That's I'm that's fine. I, I'm just saying I'm not here to defend any particular politician. I, it, it's not. I'm here to talk about ideas. And that's I, I've stood up for Trump a lot. I think I've tried to articulate some of the reasons he's done some things. Um, I like a lot of what Trump has has done and stood up stood up to and and stood up for over the course of his term and even even now. But this isn't about any one person or anything like that. This is greater than any any person. It this is this is about. Truth. This battle we're fighting is about just the way that we were created to live. It's about exposing the folks who are doing some really terrible things regardless of their political party, political affiliation. Um, but there are literally folks who, who believe that Russia was going to invade Ukraine, period – no matter who our president was, and that it's good that Biden is here. In fact, I'll read you. This is one of the things that was flying around on Twitter yesterday. Pay attention, boys and girls. Leftists can't resist the opportunity to be condescending to their audience. But This is what the rest of this tweet reads. Trump wanted out of NATO. He wanted reduced forces in Europe. He met in private with Putin. Sorry, it's all caps. I guess that's how you're supposed to say that. He took translator records of meeting. He accepted a soccer ball microchipped by Putin. He denied military aid to Ukraine. Do you get it? Do you get it yet? Um, <laughs> I, it, it's it's remarkable. It's it's much simpler than that. And and I want to say a few things today about 
about this, and we're going to be crunched for time in a good way because I've got a special guest coming up here shortly, um, the founders of Give, Send, Go. I wanted to have them on, and I wanted to talk about what has happened with them and this trucker convoy and all that stuff about raising funds and stuff that they've put up with. So that, that'll that be coming uh, in, in this in this segment. Um, but I think the way th- this – you've already seen China has asserted itself over, over Taiwan. They've made it known that, hey, we have more of a claim to Taiwan than Russia has to Ukraine. We just want the world to know this. And you've heard me say this on the program a lot if you've listened for any length of time. American weakness is provocative. American weakness is provocative. Tweets are not provocative. You know what is provocative to these uh, radical, um, military-minded leaders around the world, the Putins of the world, the the Xi's of the world? What is provocative to them is an America that is weak. That is what provokes them. And you can trace back. I mean, first of all, they knew Biden. Second of all, you know, there's some... People want to tie Trump and Ukraine and all this sort of thing, Trump and Russia. But what about Biden and Ukraine? What about that? What about Hunter Biden? What about this uh, this clip? And I don't have time to play it today, but this clip of Biden basically threatening to um, not give money to the Ukrainian government if they didn't get rid of a certain prosecutor. What about that? We're just supposed to act like that didn't happen. And, and to many people, that didn't happen. Because they don't pay attention and they're not told by people in the deceptive media, the professional deceivers, as I like to call them. But this is ultimately I, – I, Biden Biden is not responsible per se for the invasion of Ukraine. I want to be – he's, he's done things that have – removed obstacles between Russia and their wanting to do this. And that's what we, it's not, I want to be fair here. And I also want to communicate with those who voted for this guy and are totally appalled at the, the fire. You know, I used to say that there was a dumpster fire in this, in this nation left in the wake from the Biden administration. It's not just in this nation. It is, it is worldwide and it's not all to be blamed on Biden, it's to be blamed on this ideology, this this morally bankrupt worldview and ideology, and some of the characters who are leading our governments around the world, folks. I we don't we're on the side of, of freedom on this program. I don't care where it is in the world. It makes no difference to me, the race, culture, ethnicity, gender, none of that matters. God created humanity to be free, all of us, every single last one of us. Our freedoms come from God, not from government. And that applies to everybody. And I want to see freedom win. And so if you criticize Biden, though, if you point out that American weakness is provocative or anything along those lines. Some people will try to say, well, you're pro-Russia. You're rooting for Russia. No, there's a difference between standing up for freedom and pointing out the ways that we haven't been. We haven't been doing our part 
to protect it, including the behavior and the, well, the things that our current president has done. For example, if you don't think Putin and Xi paid attention in Afghanistan, gravely mistaken. They see that as a complete (laughs) cowardly move. They see how easily Biden is to manipulate, if he can get a good headline, if he sees something that he wants to use as a symbolic act, he's going to you know, cut and run. This is their assessment. I'm telling you, this is their assessment. And if you don't think, if someone doesn't think that that is relative, that that is relevant, I should say, to this conversation, you're just not, you need to rethink that. You need to rethink that because it absolutely is relevant to this conversation. And so one can be pulling for his country and for people of around the world who um, to be free while at the same time be able, because we are free, to point out the things that we are doing in this current administration that is not helping the cause for freedom around the world. And so... I have some some thoughts on that. In fact, I sent out a, a series of, of tweets yesterday, a thread that there, there are reasons that we have – well, first of all, that this, this country is metaphorically on fire and now it's spreading around the world. And it – at least in part, you got to control the controllables. And right now, the things that we can control in this country, we haven't. We haven't controlled, and because we haven't, because Biden specifically hasn't, this problem is bigger today than it was earlier in the week. It was bigger earlier in the week than it was a month ago. It was bigger when Biden became president because of his actions than it was when Trump was president. This is undeniable. It was not inevitable that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. It was inevitable that they wanted to invade Ukraine. What was not inevitable is that they actually would. That took certain behavior from an administration. And pointing that out and making sure that we acknowledge what the problem is, at least insofar as it pertains to the things that we can control, is not pro-Russia. That is pro-truth. And we need to address those things and fix those things. And, of course... I just I don't know that that's ever ever even remotely close to happening with this current cast of characters. But you got to be able to say what you believe the truth is. That's what it means to have free speech. That's an important part of a free society to debate and and hammer these things out. But so far as I see it, Joseph R. Biden, while not directly responsible, did not do nearly enough nearly enough to prevent this from happening. Trump's come out and said if he were still president. Russia would not be invading Ukraine, and China wouldn't invade Taiwan, which Trump has predicted as well, which is certainly a possibility, my friends. i got to take a break. Long in this segment, long in this segment, we'll continue this discussion when we get back. Also got an interview that I want to share with you a little bit later with the founders of Give, Send, Go back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So, I want to share a bit, 
Because I, I, I try to think about this, you know, for the person who doesn't follow politics closely. I, I think you know, a lot of people cast a vote for Joe Biden because they were scared of what the media told them Trump was going to do, what the Democrat Party told them Trump was going to do. And that never materialized. And then it's literally right before their eyes happening right now. And, of course, the media and everybody wants to blame Trump for this. And, I mean, let them. I'm not here to say that you, they can't they can't say these things, although if I was going to be like Twitter, I would say that that's misinformation and that they should be shut down and censored. No, I think we should exchange ideas about this. I think when you're talking about interpretations and so forth, it's you got to be able to make your case, and that means you've got to be able to risk offending people. You've got to be able to risk saying things that maybe aren't accurate just to debate, just to get to the to get the truth out. That's just necessary. We're at the, especially when we're gathering information and everything's kind of moving moving quickly. So I get I get if someone listening to my voice voted for Biden and you look at how things are being run, I get that it's upsetting and I get that that's um, maybe su- surprising. To some people, and I also believe that politics should end at the water's edge. Meaning, when it comes to things like this, we should not be divisive. I mean, we we should be able to rally behind and universally want to stand up for freedom in this country, in Ukraine, heck, even in Canada, my friends. But that's not. That's not what happens today, unfortunately. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to criticize presidents or policies and so forth. That's what we're doing on this program. But I think everybody listening to my voice, everybody listening to my voice knows that the president running this country today is completely unqualified to handle this. I know it. You know it. Putin knows it. Xi Jinping knows it. I would maintain the Democrat Party knows it and the media, but they're not willing to outright say that yet. And they've watched. Anybody who watches and has their own mind, not being told by the media how to interpret things, have literally seen things happening in this country that they that they were told for years Trump was going to cause, and now Biden Biden is is literally causing them. So some people say that's bad for Biden, poor Biden, you know, other folks um, basically who blame Trump for four years would say, you know, you can't blame everything on on Biden. And I agree to a point on this. I agree to a point that this is not 100% Biden's fault, but the thing the thing that is his fault is that again, go back to Afghanistan. You don't think Xi and and Vladimir Putin were paying attention to that? You don't know Xi and Vladimir Putin. Um, That was a big deal. Biden has provoked these folks by being weak. I don't know how else to say this. It is, it's obvious. And for Democrats who want to see, who love their country, who didn't vote for this, who didn't vote for open borders, who didn't vote for you know, 7.5% inflation, who didn't vote for a weak commander-in-chief, radical leftist appoint, 
appointees, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, whatever. Gas prices, what they are, what they could be here in the not-too-distant future. I want to say to you today, I want to extend the olive branch because we've got to fix this. We should never again, and I'm not going to guilt trip you or humiliate you by saying, hey, you should have known this. Um, you know, you, you thought Trump was worse. Okay, that's fine, but this is clearly, clearly worse. So I welcome you to come to the conservative movement. And I'm conservative, not bitter. I might jokingly tease you sometimes by being fooled by the Biden stuff. But look, folks, I joke about myself all the time. I tell dad jokes. I talk about graduating from school 150 years ago. We all have to have a sense of humor about these things. Bottom line is, bottom line is, this is an opportunity for the best interests of this country and for freedom around the world for us to understand why these things are happening and for us to do something about it at the next available opportunity, which is this upcoming election in the midterms. Quick timeout. Got to take a break. When we get back, got a conversation I want to share with you with the founders of Give, Send, Go. Sit tight, my friends. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So one of the things we've been talking about in this program a lot lately, as you well know, is this situation in in Canada with uh, Justin Putin or Vladimir Trudeau, however you want to call him, whatever you want to say. But just this out-of-control government expansion um, right before our very eyes in a place that's very close to the United States. And we've actually talked about a little bit um, – this situation with the funding, uh, the crowdfunding platforms that have been at play in this discussion. The first was GoFundMe, and now they uh, decided they didn't want to be a part in giving them, well, doing what they're supposed to do for the truckers. And the next, my next guest, Jacob Wells and Heather Wilson, founders of Gibson Go, stepped up to fill that gap. Jacob and Heather, welcome to the program. How are you today? Doing wonderful, huh? Thanks for having us on, Todd. Well, it is is a pleasure. I like what you're doing. We've talked a little bit before um, we've we've had this conversation here on the air. So let's start by talking a little bit about the story that kind of puts you in the the forefront here, which is what's happening uh, with these Canadian truckers and how you stepped up. Kind of explain from your position what it was that you saw, the need that was there, and what motivated you to, to kind of step in and fill this gap? Sure. You know, I think the biggest thing is that Gift and Go over the past several years has just been a platform that has remained politically neutral. So we've allowed campaigns on all sides of the aisle. When people were using GoFundMe, when this convoy started using GoFundMe, there was a big outcry from people on the other side, the right side of the political aisle that said, what in the world are you doing? They're going to shut you down. They've showed their ideological card over the past several years. You should be using gifts and go. We don't go after campaigns per se. They come to us because people say, oh, wow, here's a platform that's not going to censor us. That's right. It's not going to shut us down just willy-nilly. And so when when the campaign came to gifts and go, we said, well, you know what? GoFundMe's, again, shown who they are. And... Here's a here's a a campaign that's standing for a fundamental idea 
in Western democracy, which is protest. When, when governments overstep their boundaries, it's incumbent upon its people to protest and show their dissent. That's and right. we need to stand for that. It's actually not even something that our own current administration disagrees with. Kamala Harris two years ago said this specifically around the protests, if you want to call them that, happening throughout the, the United States, said we need to do everything that we can to protect peaceful protests and peaceful protesters. And we agree wholeheartedly with that, that it is fundamental. And, and in a, a freedom-loving society, that's what actually helps keep us free. So that's, we were we were happy to have that campaign on our site. Absolutely, and that's that's exactly right. And so GoFundMe was the vehicle the truckers used at the beginning, and you're right by pointing out that it was not necessarily a wise choice, as they've come to find out, because of the incredible um, ideological barriers that are put between conservatives, conservative Christians, and being able to use a platform like that. So GoFundMe, if I remember correctly, first said um, we're going to take this money that was given to the truckers and we're going to assign it to some other random charity, which I'm guessing was probably a Biden re-election campaign. But nonetheless, that was originally stopped. There was some pressure put upon them by certain states. I remember Governor DeSantis said, hey, we'll investigate you for fraud if this is what you're going to do. So they've since refunded that money. So as I understand it, um, but then you stepped up. So how did that how did that happen? Where do things stand now as far as fundraising for these truckers and actually getting them their money? So the Canadian government, when they realized, you know, they put pressure on GoFundMe, GoFundMe shut it down. When Gifts and Go allowed them, then we saw the pressure come to us from the Canadian government where they said, um, we're not. Uh, we're freezing these funds. You're not going to give to these campaigns. Canadians, you're not allowed to do this. And, and we are like, well, we're a U.S.-based com- company. You don't have jurisdiction over us. You can't make us freeze these campaigns or stop these campaigns. And so we allowed them to continue raising funds. And the funds are being sent to an undisclosed uh, U.S. Uh, bank account. Uh, and and so that they're not going to be frozen by the, the government in Canada. And so right now, the convoy leaders, the people who started the campaign are working on uh, ways to bring the, the money in legally and, and get it to the truckers. But the money is not frozen. The campaigns are still raising money. And we're just allowing them to because we really do believe that this, this is a precedent for what's to come, that we are going to remain focused and for freedom and everything we choose to do here at Give Send Go. Amen. That's, that's great to hear. I'm with Jacob Wells, Heather Wilson, founders, or siblings as well, founders of Give Send Go, started this back in 2014. Their mission is to share, uh, to share the hope of Jesus through crowdfunding. I love this. So what's it been like? What's it been like? Because I, from talking with you off, off air, um, I think some of this has been it sounds like new, a little bit maybe shocking, surprising, just you know being thrust into the <laughs> into the limelight and having all these pressures. What's that pressure been like? I mean, you're dealing with governments who are trying to seize money that you're raising for people. I mean, incredible. I mean, communist type yeah. stuff. What has that been like? You know, it's, 
it's something that, and this is the call of a Christian daily, is to constantly submit yourself to the place that God has you and realize that you can only do what you can do. Heather and I recognize on a daily basis that where we are with Give, Send, Go is not because of us, it's in spite of us. It's because mm-hmm. God has chosen to do something with a couple of people that were willing to just be faithful with what he's put in our hand. And so the pressure at times is immense, but what we always come back to is, you know what? We can only do what we can do, and God's in charge of the rest. And so that really is a a pressure release valve for us, because it it keeps us knowing that, you know what? This thing could completely crash and burn, and that's on him. We're just stewarding what he's given us as best we can, and we're going to keep it in his hand. Because if I try to take the reins, if Heather tries to take the reins, we end up screwing it up. And so we say, you know what, God, you're in control of this. We're walking this out with you on the lead. And that really is a pressure release for us. And, and we'll continue to try to keep that our focus. And that really is where it's at. And as much as those pressures can, can bear on you, when you stay focused that way, you know, it brings real peace. It does bring real peace. Um, so what's... What can folks do? I think you mentioned these campaigns. Are they they're still open? Is there a place they can go to give? How, what else could a listener, uh, someone in our audience, do to kind of support you? I and mean, it's one of the things that I think conservatives have to conservative Christians um, need to do a better job of, of is is you know helping and standing behind those folks who are to steal a phrase you used with me off off air at the at the tip of the spear here so what are some ways people can help either the truckers directly or your mission to give and go so if you want to view or give or pray for the trucker campaign you can go to give send go.com slash freedom convoy 2022 um, and you can view the campaign there. You can give to the campaign there. You can click the pray now button and pray for the campaign um, and just let them know that you support them and pray for them. But bigger than that, we ask, and this is a constant ask for Jacob and I, is that we ask for people listening that believe in the power of prayer like we do, that you pray for wisdom as we walk this out. Um, th- this is bigger than we ever imagined when we started Give Send Goes seven to eight years ago. This has become bigger. We arrived on a battlefield, and we now, like what Jacob is saying, we have to trust God in this. And so we ask you to pray for wisdom, that God's wisdom is just imparted into Jacob and I as we move this forward. Um, Pray for, just pray for our staff, as they are also, you know, we're growing really quickly. Another way you can support us after that is use Give, Send, Go. Share Give, Send, Go. The more you share it, the more people know about it. Stop using GoFundMe. Don't give to campaigns on GoFundMe, even if it's your best friend. Say, no, I'm not going to give to somebody who stands in the way of freedom. Start a give, send, go, and I'll give to you. If everybody does that, guess what? Like we said, we're not going to be the alternative platform. We're going to be the replacement of, of GoFundMe. And that is really where we're headed in, in people standing up and saying, we've had enough. We're going to put our money where our mouth is. We're not just going to talk about how unfair it is. We're actually going to live out what will change the direction of our country, and that's putting actions behind our words. Well, I think that that's as important. There's a couple battles you're fighting as I'm listening here. You've got the, you, you've got the battle for freedom. You've got the the spiritual battle um, as as well. It, it, 
my wife and I, um, we talked about, in addition to this show, we talked about starting another podcast called Wide Open, well, Wide Open Faith, I think is what we're going to call it. And we've actually sold our home. We're traveling the country. Uh, I view us as a form of a modern missionary. I think that this talk radio um, platform that we have, our podcast platform, is is uh, a missionary field. I really do. Um, we're talking about cultural, um, political issues, but these things all, I think, uh, lead to the discussion which we have on the program about the faith in, in Christ and a belief in the God of the Bible. And so, um, when I hear you talk about that, I guess I'll just ask you a couple questions, just from a, a spiritual perspective. Um, what sorts of, I guess, steps of, of faith or how how has this challenged your faith or what are you going through spiritually, I guess, at, at this particular point in time? Well, it's a great question. I, I think that this has stretched us, stretched us immensely, but it, it's really a journey that we've, we've walked along. I mean, this isn't, I think this is the view that unfortunately many people see is they see some somebody that's all of a sudden on the scene and they think that that it just happened overnight. And mm-hmm. fortunately, this has been a long journey for us. This has been seven, eight years in the making of laying a foundation and being stretched because the journey, like you know, of being an entrepreneur, stepping out in the face and doing something is one that stretches you. You go through the ups and downs, you go through the highs and lows. And so what's, really incredible is that this moment that we find ourselves in where we are able to be in this place because of what God's brought us through so far. Mm-hmm. And we can see the journey that he's taken us through and, and the obstacles that we've overcome and everything that he's been faithful in time and time and time again. And so we come to this moment and say, yes, there are battles and yes, there are, there are pressures, but God's been faithful. And so in, in this moment, we say what we just need to be is we need to stay committed to what we know to be true. And um, and that's what we have every intention to do. We've, we've seen it play out. It's like there's, there's no going back. This is the place that we're in. This is the place that we've been called to when we're brought to. And, um, and he's already equipped us. Mm. He's already blessed us with every blessing. He's equipped us to be where we are, that we are... Um, where we are because of what he's birthed inside of us and um and i think it's a great place to be for for us just confident that he will be faithful as scripture says to complete what he started in us Mm. that he's going to he's gonna do unbelievably more than we could ever ask think or imagine like his work is going to be great and 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 we're trusting in that and what we've seen is that He's somebody that can be trusted in the good and in the not-so-good times. Amen. It reminds me of the, the verse that God laid upon my heart before we before we went on our journey, and it's 1 Thessalonians 5.24, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. And, you know, that verse sometimes, well, for me a lot of times because I'm kind of hard-headed on some things, but it's like these things, it's almost revealed the layer of his the layers of his faithfulness are, are revealed almost in layers. Like I, I don't understand that verse the same way I do today as I did a year ago or two years ago or what have you, because, because I've walked it because I've, I've seen 
the promises of that verse um, unfold. And I've also dealt with my my doubts and uncertainties, right? I mean, that's that's part that's part of it. So I admire what you're doing. Let me encourage you to to stand strong and to not back down from these authoritarian tyrants. You have a lot more people out there than you could probably imagine. I, I've learned this in my own journeys here. A lot of people are on your side. They may not necessarily be ideologically aligned with you, but they've had enough of this sort of stuff. So I hope you stand firm. I, I admire what you do. Keep it up. And again, let's share with the, the listeners where they can go if they want to participate with those campaigns. Sure. Gibsongo.com. You can just go and actually look through trending campaigns and other campaigns. You may be surprised at some of the campaigns you see. Um, but if you want to go specifically to the trucker campaign, the convoy campaign, it's gibsongo.com forward slash freedom convoy 2022. The number is 2022. Um, and come to Gibson Go, spend some time on there. There are a lot of people doing great things that God has called them to do all around the world. And that's one of the most encouraging things about Gibson Go. You can see some of this political stuff and some of the freedom battles that are going on. But more importantly, you see people being obedient all around the world in their little corners saying, I'm going to step out and just do what God's called me in my community. And God's using them and blessing them. And you can see God's hand at work. And so it's it's really exciting. Please go check out gitsango.com. Well, I, I again, folks, you should you should strongly consider that if you are looking at doing a campaign for yourself, through your, for your church, whatever. Gibsongo.com is the place the place to do that. And you know, if you're ever dis, discouraged and thinking that this world is going to hell in a handbasket or whatever, just look at the things on places like Gibsongo to see the good that's happening out there. And if folks get you know, if we organize and if we get behind these these missions, um, this culture can and uh, very well could be uh, turned around for the good and for the glory of God. Folks, I really ap- appreciate it. Jacob, Heather, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, God bless you on your efforts. Thank you. Thank you so much. Glad to see you. Thank you. Folks, that's all the time we have this segment. Sit tight. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Hope you enjoyed that conversation that I had with the founders of Give Send Go. GiveSendGo.com is, you know, where you can run your own, um, your own crowdsourcing fundraising campaign. And if your church or school group or civic group or what have you ever does anything like that, your your 501c3 charity, whatever the case may be, I mean, I really encourage you to consider using Give, Send, Go. In fact, the other thing they do, and I didn't ask them this on air. Again, special thanks to Jacob Wells, Heather Wilson, founders of GiveSendGo.com. Um they have their the way that they get um, you determine how much of your the percentage that you would send to them. GoFundMe is a fixed rate, so that you pay the fees to GoFundMe. It's a, I don't know what it is, a couple percent, um, which is not 
outrageous or anything. They've given you the platform to do that, but there's also credit card fees. Give, send, go. We'll take the credit card fees out, as I understand it. And also, if you want to donate, donate back to them. But their mission is to share the hope of Jesus through crowdfunding. And so anyway, I think that that's, that's a good thing. But the other thing is we should support organizations like this as best we can. That's why we have supportouradvertisers.com as well um, to give you a place where you can find businesses that are doing things that are good for America, for the civil discourse. Now, not everybody that's a part of our uh, supportouradvertisers.com page believes or agrees with everything that I say on this program, which of course is utter nonsense. I mean, they absolutely should do that, but that's beside the point. They, whether they agree or not, it doesn't really matter. They're they're just they're allowing for these platforms, platforms like this show to exist. Gibson Go does the same thing. They'll support campaigns that they don't necessarily agree with ideologically. Who would have thought this would have been a controversial thing? I mean, it was predictable in a sense that the direction we're going. But really and truthfully, for those of us who grew up as children maybe of the 80s or what have you, and we were taught things about our country. This isn't the country that we know. So I commend Give, Send, Go. I commend other businesses. And again, you can find some of those that stand up for liberty, make this show possible at supportouradvertisers.com. But Give, Send, Go. Appreciate having Jacob and Heather on. Folks, I got to take a time out here. The program gets truncated when we have those interviews, but I love to do those when we when it makes sense, and uh, I think it brings value to you. So sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. You know, I said last segment, not everybody who's at supporteradvertisers.com agrees with everything on this program, but some virtually do. <laughs> so I just thought it was important to point that out as well. But the bottom line is is that it's it's important today. I mean, we're at a crossroads, right? We're at a crossroads to where we are – there is an assault on freedom and liberty that has happened in this great country over the past uh, past several – you know, you can trace it back decades. But it's really intensified here in recent years. We have an intensity, a hatred for freedom hatred for freedom. And there are opposition forces in the government. There are opposition forces in big big tech. Um, and these folks align themselves with, with one another. And so when we have an opportunity – and folks, it, I know that there, there are people listening to my voice and there are people maybe, – maybe not – as many listening to my voice as there are people that we know, the people in this audience right now, we know people who just want this stuff to be over with. They just want to go back to normal uh, and and what it was before the pandemic or before whatever, right? Before this country became, well, less of what it once was, uh, less of the vision of the Constitution and more of the control of the government. People just want to go back to that. They want to go back to living their lives where they could ignore things and, you know, some 
Some people just want the peace. Some people liked it better when they didn't have to be involved. But folks, that's the, what got us here. Apathy, apathy is what what got us here. It's why I've said on this program before. I'm not against the idea of term limits. What I am against is the idea that term limits are going to fix the problem. Term limits are not going to fix the problem. I mean, if you think that, just look at what happens when these uh, lifetime politicians, when they decide to, when another, say, another representative loses his or her seat, they get appointed to something else. It's it's a bit of um, job in, uh, job security for life, even if you get into that exclusive club of the ruling class, and that's how they view this. And again, I'm not against. Not against the idea of uh, term limits for all politicians. What I am against is the notion that we can do anything that allows us to put this on autopilot. Because, folks, that's simply not a realistic expectation. This group of people, these authoritarian, totalitarian, tyrant types, the Justin Trudeau types, the Vladimir Putin types, yeah, that they have... Uh, you know, one comes across as an evil, you know, warmonger fighter. The other as a soft-spoken, very, very articulate, very sensitive and caring individual. But they both, they have a similarity in, in mindset based upon what we saw Justin Trudeau do, which is what I say goes, right? What what they say goes, and those folks never sleep. I don't care what they look like, what they sound like. Don't be fooled by any of that. They never sleep. They never have that thirst for power quenched and i've got to go folks have a great weekend sdg see you monday take care